With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Monday during an international break, where all we've really got to talk about is Liverpool legends beating Manchester United legends, uh, Trent and the Liverpool women's team. So let's jump straight into Liverpool women's team, who lost 3-0 to Everton in the Merseyside derby. Um, First things first, the crowd, there was 27,574 people at the game, which is a really good turnout. Now, it's a shame they couldn't get over the 30,000, but that is a really, really good turnout for a women's game. And we're seeing more and more that the crowds at women's games are growing exponentially. Um, Disappointing results, obviously. And I think the Liverpool manager came out afterwards on social media and said it wasn't what they wanted was disappointing. Uh, Megan Finnegan, Jess Park and Hannah Benison with the goals for Everton. Uh, Liverpool lined up with Laws in goal, Flaherty, Fahey and Matthews as a back three. Covista, Covisto, uh, Molly, Bo Kearns, Holland and Campbell across the midfield. Lolly, Stengel and Hins up front. Um, Rhiannon Roberts, Charlotte Wardlow, Rachel Furness and Yana Daniels came off the bench during the game, but unfortunately couldn't make an impact. Liverpool just felt a bit blunt during the game. And Everton, who lined up with Brosnan in goal, Finnegan, Skiveka, Vej, Graham, Bjorn, Galley, George, Park, Snows and Christensen. Um, Everton just looked a better, more cohesive team on the day. Uh, Benison, Giovanna and Stenevec coming off the bench. Good win for Everton. Disappointing defeat for the Liverpool ladies. But as I said, getting 27,000 plus at a game is it's a good step in the right direction. And hopefully, hopefully we can see more and more Liverpool women's games played at Anfield and big crowds at those games. Um, Liverpool legends faced Manchester United at the weekend. 
we'll use the term legends because that's what they've termed it, but it's it's doing a lot of hard work here. Uh, Jersey Dudek in goal will accept him as a legend. Bjorn Thor Kvarma at right back, Gregory Vignal at left back, Stefan Anshow, Martin Skirtle in central midfield. A midfield four, sorry, in central defence, a midfield four of Maxi Rodriguez on the right, Stuart Downing on the left, Momo Sissoko and Xabi Alonso. Half of the best midfield in the world back together once again. Anthony Latelek just off Andre Voronin up front. Subs, Sander Vesteveld, Fabio Aurelio, Jimmy Traore, Glenn Johnson, Salif Joe. Glenn Johnson must have felt chipped that he didn't get a start. Uh, Salif Joe, Mark Gonzalez, Albert Riera. Again, both of them should feel chipped that Stuart Downing started ahead of them. Luis Garcia, Robbie Keane, and Florence Cinema Pongo. Uh, for United, Raymond van der Hau, Ronnie Janssen, Yap Stan, Danny Puj, Antonio Valencia, Michael Carrick, Darren Fletcher, Darren Gibson, Dimitar Berbat- Berbatov, Fraser Campbell, and Carol Borski with Kevin Pilkington, Dennis Irwin, Clayton Blackmore, Reese Brown, Roy Keane, and Eric Jemba Jemba on the bench. So, yeah, so some legends, some legends on both sides. Uh, some who probably weren't. Uh, Liverpool won the game 2-1 in the end. Uh, goals from Mark Gonzalez and Florence Cinema Pongo with his best moment at Anfield since he came on against Olympiacos in the Champions League and turned the game on its head for us. It's always nice to beat United. I don't care that it's a friendly. It's always nice to beat United. So, you know, whatever it is, let's just beat them. So that's good. 2-1, beat them 3-1 the last time. 5-2 in aggregate, we'll take that and we'll move forward. Uh, Trent has been left out of the England squad for tonight's game against Germany and I would suggest is likely to miss out on the England squad for the World Cup. From a Liverpool point of view, I think this is a really good thing. Number one, he gets rest. Lovely, lovely rest. And number two, he's going to be really pissed off and really motivated. And I think we might see the very best of Trent for the remainder of the season, Um, especially if he misses out in the World Cup. And fingers crossed he will, because if he stays home and Thiago stays home, and Salah and Diaz stay home, that can only benefit us. It really can only benefit us. It does just go to show that Gareth Southgate is an absolute pleb. He's also left Fikayo Tomori, who's England's best centre-back, out of the squad for tonight's game. So you've got England's best right-back and England's best centre-back both sitting at home. But not to worry, Harry Maguire's in the squad. So, you know, you move forward like that. Um... This is Anfield, have put up another one of these top 10 lists. This one is the top 10 fullbacks from Alexander Arnold to Kennedy. This was by Joanna Durkin. Uh, Steve Staunton is in at number 10. Marcus Babel in at number 9. I think if not for his illness, he would probably be in the top 3 or 4. Tommy Smith more notable as a centre-back later in his career, but obviously did come through in the full-back positions, played both sides. 
Uh, Rob Jones, another one whose career was ruined by injuries. Absolutely wonderful player. No one had ever heard of him when he bought when we brought him from Crew. Uh, he went to Old Trafford and put Ryan Giggs, who was the most terrifying winger in Europe at the time, in his pocket. Uh, Chrissy Lawler in at number six. I think he probably should be higher. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling to think that there's been many fullbacks in our history better than Chris Lawler. Uh, Andy Robertson at five. I wouldn't have Robertson over Chris Lawler. Trent at four. Interesting. Steve Nichol at three. Alan Kennedy at two and Phil Neal at one. I think the top four is actually fair enough. I think the top four is fair enough. Phil Neal, four European Cups. I mean, what more do you want? Um, Alan Kennedy was absolutely astonishingly consistent at left back. Steve Nichol could play anywhere, anywhere across the back four, anywhere across midfield. He's an appalling pundit. He was a brilliant footballer. Um, Trent at four. Yeah, I mean, Chris Lawler probably still deserves a little bit more love, but I'd go Lawler at five, Robertson probably six, and then we'll move on with the rest. But yeah, it's not a bad list at all. I, I do like that modern bias hasn't influenced it too much and that the top three are recognized for what they contributed to the clubs. I mean, Phil Neal was just always in the team, never got hurt, rarely had a bad game. Big time penalty taker for us as well. Um, Yeah, you you can't go wrong. Alan Kennedy was just sensational. Two, two European Cup goals, or European Cup final goals, 81, and then obviously the penalty shootout in 84. Just tremendous. Andy Robertson is a less talented version of Alan Kennedy. Robertson's obviously been excellent for us, but Alan Kennedy just, you could run a game through Alan Kennedy. Um, it's, like I say, Steve Nichol was phenomenal. Steve Nichol won Footballer of the Year playing fullback. And then Trent is, uh, Trent may well end his career as the best fullback ever, but he might end up in midfield. You just don't know what these things uh, Virgil scored the winner and had two clean sheets during his international break, so he will be very, very happy with how things have gone there. Um, some more positive stuff around Arthur. Didn't go on holiday. Stayed at the AXA. Trained. Getting himself as fit as possible so that he can make an impact and show Jurgen Klopp that he's a player that we could keep long-term, potentially as a as a backup to Thiago, which wouldn't be a bad thing, especially with, with Naby Keita likely to go. Uh, Liverpool may have awakened potential Jurgen Klopp heir and former Steven Gerrard partner. Uh, this is about Alonso. Uh, like, let's, let's just stop trying to shoehorn in former players as the next manager. We, we all admire Alonso. We, we all loved him as a player. He was a much better player, by the way, for both Real Madrid and Bayern Munich than he was for Liverpool, where he only had one great season, two good seasons, and two pretty poor seasons, if we're being fair. Um, he was incredible for Real. He was incredible for Spain. He was very good for Barcelona at the tail end of his career. He went on to manage Real Sociedad B team, 
uh, managed them for the better part of three years, I think. Uh, but didn't they get relegated under his watch? Am I not right in thinking that they got relegated under his watch? Uh, yes, they were. They were relegated under him. So, you know, let's let's just pump the brakes ever so slightly on him being the heir to Jurgen Klopp when his one job involved three years with Real Sociedad's B team and he got them relegated. Um, let's see him go and manage somebody first. Uh, Barcelona have budget for Liverpool man as Dortmund wants swap amid Jude Bellingham offer. So that this Barcelona nonsense is about Trent. They don't have the budget to buy Trent. They'd have to give us their entire club in exchange for Trent, in which case we would still own Trent. Uh, Naby Keita free transfer lined up. There is rumours that Naby Keita and Borussia Dortmund could potentially uh, find an agreement in January. Uh, Liverpool submit offer for Bellingham. Probably. Probably not. Probably not in September. Um, It would seem unlikely that we would have made an offer for him in September. Liverpool must watch next Vincent Company closely after transfer inquiry and teenage trial. Who? I hope this is not about... If this is about pair of shares, I'm going to be upset. Um, they didn't make a move for Perishers, so why is he being mentioned here? Ah, Jesus, well, Perishers flopped at Ajax and is now away to Syria on a bargain deal. So, no, he's not the next Vincent Company or anything of that nature. We shouldn't be keeping an eye on him anymore because he hasn't shown anything that warrants keeping an eye on When he was 17, 18, first coming through, he looked like he might be something special, but he's not. Um, Liverpool should see transfer audition as Jurgen Klopp interest in £24 million midfielder confirmed. Um, Dennis Zakaria. No, you're all right, thanks. Genuinely, you're, you're fine. You, you can keep hold of him. Liverpool should sign new Neymar in transfer hint after transfer hint in repeat of proven Luis Diaz template. Uh, this is about Mikhailo Mudrik of Shakhtar Donetsk, who is about as far from Neymar as it is imaginable to be, uh, both stylistically and um, and everything else. On AnfieldIndex.com, there is a new Scouser Tommy's entitled Microscope. Give that one a listen. Minefield, the best thing going. Klopp versus Pep. Alan Andrew back with yet another belter. Make sure you give that a listen. Episode 341 of the Anfield Index podcast, Absolute Cobblers. Trev, Carl, Guy and Lisa Marie having a chat about some Liverpool heroes and villains. And there are multiple scouted pods. We're doing World Cup previews. We've done A and B. It's out. We've done C and D. It's out. We've done E and F. It's not out yet, but it will be soon. And we are about to do uh, G and H as soon as I say thank you for listening. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. 
please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.